Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. It's Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill. He wants to make your dental health dreams come true. He wants to make them a reality. Let him do it. Call him, 317-849-2933. My only dentist the last 27 years. Let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Big game coming up this weekend, the Houston Texans. Just played the Texans two weeks ago, so they are fresh in the minds of all Indianapolis Colts and Indianapolis Colts fans. We welcome to the show, as we do every Wednesday, the great Philip Rivers, the starting quarterback for the Colts. The first thing I want to know, Philip, is on these Zoom calls, we get to talk to you guys and kind of gauge your feeling about one another. And, and what we get talking to players, talking to coaches, talking to Chris Ballard is that the people within the organization genuinely care about each other and understand it's not about personal statistics. It's about team success. And they seem really, really happy when others on the team succeed. Number one, am I appraising that correctly? Number two, is that unusual in the NFL? And number three, is that a meaningful point of differentiation as the Colts compete against other teams? Yeah, well, I, I tell you, I think you, 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 the feeling you have and that you're gathering just through these Zoom interviews is, is the right one. Uh, I've kind of felt it all, all year long. I think it's just continuing to grow in that way. Um, the, the, the excitement that guys truly get when someone else makes a play or someone else does something good or someone else gets uh, noticed is really, I do believe it's really genuine. And, and I do think it's unique. Um, you know, I, I can only speak of, you know, the two places I've been now, but I, I do think that I've been a part of that type of environment uh, a lot of times uh, throughout my career, thankfully. And, uh, but it is, it is special. I, I don't know what it's like everywhere, but uh, I can't, ma I can't imagine it being better than that, than it is here from, in, from especially speaking from that standpoint, the, the genuineness, the, the true care for one another, the appreciation for each other's role and, and how important it is. Uh, you know, obviously you can't measure it. Uh, you can't measure it in terms of how, how it affects the win-loss record, but it certainly, certainly helps. You know, nine months ago, you made the call to come to Indianapolis to play for the Colts. You had some needs that you thought that the Colts could fulfill on your end. How has that gone? I, have the Colts met your expectations? Um. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know that I had a, a necessarily an expectation of what it would be like, you know, December 16th. And I know you're I know you're not necessarily asking that exactly, but um, certainly it was what you hoped. I mean, uh, going to a new place and not knowing, uh, having no idea how it was going to all pan out. And I think I think that's still being the determined, uh, as you mentioned. So there's certainly as, as I know, I get y'all get tired of me saying it, but it's a week to week league and we got to keep our head down and keep going. But to be in December and to have a chance to be playing meaningful football, uh, I can definitely say that was the, that was the, I don't know if that was the expectation. That was certainly the the hope and the desire that uh, to be in that position again. And, and here we are. So certainly excited about the opportunity ahead. Have you given any thought to whether you want to come back to the Colts next year? To say I've given any thought to the next season, it would be, would, would, would not be telling the truth. I've really, I, I've, I've uh, really truly done a good job uh, so far of staying, staying present in the moment, staying on Wednesday and just trying to focus on how to get better and help this team today. I think, I think that's helped, helped me thus far and, 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 and is best for our team. And next year and those things will, will come when, when the time is right. Coming into camp, what expectations did you have for T.Y. Hilton and has he met them? 
he, 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 so, so it's hard to say you had an expectation of what guys would be like, cause I really didn't. He really tried to start with a clean slate. Like I hope the guys did with me, but um, he's been, he's been awesome. He's been, he's been, um, if there was an expectation and again, I didn't really have one, uh, but if there was, he's exceeded all of those uh, in terms of the way he has been from a leadership standpoint, from a, in the locker room, one of the guys, the way he, I mean, just the way he, he works every day. I mean, the guy, the way he takes care of his body, takes care of his body, all those things. Uh, it's pretty remarkable. It just shows you the true pro that he, that he is. And, um, you know, again, it's, it's been a different type of environment because of the, the protocols and such, but I've had, a, I've had a ton of fun, you know, just being around him, whether it be cornhole, shooting basketball and training camp, um, you know, just the laughs. He's a, he's a fun guy to be around. He's a, he's a fun guy to be around. The guys like to be around him. Um, and, um, it's been, it's been, it's been fun getting to know him along with all the other teammates. Um, again, we say it's about the people and it really is, you know, certainly we're on a mission and have our mindset and goals for what we want to accomplish. And it's, you know, it's what we've been hired to do, I guess, for lack of a better word, but it's the people that make it special. And, uh, there's a lot of great people in this building and TY being one of them. You know, that back shoulder pass that you made to T.Y. Hilton against the Raiders, you don't make that throw very often. What went through your mind? What was the process as you decided to make it on Sunday? Well, I, you know, I really go back to – I think it starts in training camp, to be honest with you. is It's, it's, little, it's little conversations. It's, it's something that's come up and said, hey, well, if he does that, I can do this. It's not only with him, but maybe with other – you know, Zach as well had that – you know, Zach made that play against uh, – uh, was it Cincinnati? You know, it was kind of like that in the end zone. Um, so I think those are those are those conversations and those reps and those the, the, to get to the point to throw that in the game. It builds over time. But in terms of in the game, uh, once the ball was snapped and I saw him go inside, it was all right. You know, this may be, you know, see what happens. And when he stuck his foot in the ground to go to the back pylon, he felt the guy on top of him and it was, it's hard to describe. It's probably, you could watch it a hundred times and probably not sense it, but there was a little bit of a subtle look from him. Like I'm not on, I can't get there. And I, I if you're thinking it, I'm thinking it too. So it was just, I mean, it, it, obviously that's all happening really fast. And, uh, and then it wasn't a great throw really where I, I wanted to put it a little further behind him than I did. And he, made a great contested a contested catch but so to say I'm thinking all of that in a matter of half a second is probably sounds ridiculous and probably is a little inaccurate but that's kind of how you know looking at it goes yeah I kind of felt you you know and though I think that's again accumulated reps and both just playing a long time and then and then time spent uh with him and all the guys since since July when Jonathan Taylor struggled a little bit earlier in the season when he wasn't getting a whole lot of run wasn't getting the ball very often did you kind of put your arm around him, have a talk with him, or did you sort of let Jonathan figure it out for himself? You know, I, I never had uh, uh, a conversation about the exact thing. You know, it was more just it was more just little pick me ups here and there. You know, hey, shoot, let's keep rolling, keep going. It was more it was more in a positive manner and not really even reflecting about any of the bumps in the road uh, because I, I really think. Um, for a rookie, rookie in general, rookie running back, the bumps he's had um, have been very small. I mean, you know, I mean, gosh, he's, he's done an unbelievable job protecting the football, making cuts, catching the football. I think he has, you know, 30-something receptions on 30-something targets, you know, when the ball's come his way, catching it, protecting. You saw the big blitz pickup he had last week. He hit the big end cut to Pittman, and then the next play was a touchdown to T.Y. So 
hit, hit the, the little hiccups he's had, which we've all had. I've been year 17 and I had, I've had plenty of hiccups this year. And so I think have been small uh, relative to the position and the demands on him as a rookie player. So um, he, uh, I feel like other guys have probably told you guys this as well. He doesn't carry himself like a normal rookie, just the way he, the way he works and it, it, the maturity level in which he, the focus that he brings each and every day. There's not a lot of having to keep him on track. Um, he, he has that self-drive within him. I do think he's in a great room with Naheem and Jordan and, and Coach Rathman and, and Marlon as well throughout camp and, and, and into that week one. So, uh, but Jonathan's been, John's been awesome. I think you're seeing him kind of hit his stride. I've always described running backs. I feel like all running backs are rep guys. I always think feel like the running back position is a rep position, meaning the more reps you get, the more looks you get at inside zone over and over and over and practice, practice, games, games behind the same old line, the better and better it's going to be. And so I think you're kind of seeing that as this season has progressed. In your career, how many times can you remember playing the same team in a 14-day span? And does that make it easier for you to prepare for them? Or does it make it more difficult because they're just as familiar with you as you are with them? Yeah, no, I, I can't remember. I mean, I, I'm sure it's happened maybe I, I, uh, once or twice, but it's it's about it's it is about it is the quickest turnaround you can have. Uh, other than I'm thinking back to a playoff game, you know, who was that? Uh, Cincy and the Jets or something, you know, that played Week 17 and played played in the wild card game, but uh, it happened again in Arizona, I guess, as well. But um, yeah, I haven't been a part of it much. You know, it's weird because you go back and you're watching tape that you watched, you know, preparing for the first game, and then you have our game and the Chicago game in between. And so I think it was similar to, similar in ways to Tennessee. You know, Tennessee wasn't, it was a bigger gap, but not too big that you, you know, you, you make tweaks here and there and I'm sure they will as well. But it's, uh, I think the, the challenge uh, is to go, to, to not let that change in anything you do preparation wise, you know, still do through the third downs like you always do, still do the red zone. Don't do anything different and go, well, yeah, we just played these guys. We know, them. we remember, you know, I think that's really the challenge is to, is to bear down and be, be uh, you know, the same guy all week long uh, in, in terms of preparation, even though you do feel a little bit more prepared than normal because we played them, you know, 10 days ago. Hey, how often have you and your family awakened to snow on the ground and on the roads? Yeah, not many. Not many unless I intentionally drove to it or flew to a place, location where we were hoping to get snow. So it was a little bit Christmas, Christmas Eve-ish, uh, ish, which I say that and saying, well, I hadn't had many Christmas Eves where it was going to snow on Christmas, but everybody was a little excited last night in our house asking if there's going to be snow in the morning, what time was it going to start? I, you never, you've never heard children talk about the weather and when the snow was going to start so much, I bet, in any house. So, um, yeah, they were all pretty fired up this morning. There was a bunch of, bunch of picture texts I got, you know, just in general of, uh, you know, kids being excited seeing snow this morning. That's Philip Rivers, and I got to tell you, the Colts being nine and four, that fulfills my expectations. I didn't expect the Colts to be this good. I mean, Philip Rivers, going back to 2009, had had double digit wins just once with the San Diego and then Los Angeles Chargers. He's on the precipice of getting that done this weekend, and the Colts should against the four and nine Texans. And then in the final game of the season, they've got the Jaguars. At home, they ought to be able to beat them too. That would make 11-5 and five if the Colts lose to the Steelers, and that's not a fait accompli that they're going to lose in Pittsburgh. Phillip Rivers, when he's clean, the Colts are mean, right? 6-0 and oh when Phillip Rivers doesn't throw a pick. That has been good news for the Colts the last two weeks. We'll see how it, how it works the rest of the season and then into the playoffs. This ought to be a lot of fun. 
Going to talk about that and more. We got uh, Butler tonight. We got Purdue tonight, both games at 7 o'clock. We'll recap those games tomorrow morning. Look ahead to the Crossroads Classic that's coming this Saturday. Lots going on in the world of sports, and not the least of which, where is IU going to go to a bowl, right? We'll talk about it tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 7 o'clock on Facebook Live, and immediately thereafter, about 7.15, 7.20 on Periscope and Twitter.